Hey guys, welcome to this session by IntelliPad. DevOps is a set of principles which you can use to automate the complete development process in your company. And DevOps is so widely spread right now that a lot of organizations are trying to adopt DevOps because of its reliability. And in this session, we'll be learning the top 10 DevOps tools available in the market currently. And before moving on with this session, please subscribe to our channel so that you don't miss our upcoming videos. Now let us begin with this session. So the first DevOps tool which you are going to look into is GitHub. GitHub is a software hosting or a version control tool which is currently a subsidiary of Microsoft. So Microsoft bought GitHub in the year 2018. So now let us see why exactly do we need GitHub. So developer makes a lot of changes locally to the source code, to the documentation and also to the files available in the local environment. So to make those changes in the production server, the developer had to manually go over there and make these changes. But this process was time consuming. So to overcome this particular problem, developers came with an idea called GitHub. So what they did, they made some few commands and a particular background process. So whenever you make some changes in the local environment, you can track those changes and push those changes to the production server. So to do this, you just have to type a few commands in your local environment and that changes are made in the production server. So this was quick and also reduced time. So there are similar tools like GitHub. You can see like Bitbucket, Subversion, Mercurial, and also Azure Repos. So you can use all of these services to do the same commands and do the same operations GitHub provides you. So now let us see the next tool. The next DevOps tool which you're going to look into is Docker. So Docker is the containerization tool. What it exactly does is it creates different containers which isolates themselves from other containers and also the server so that it can have its own software, libraries and configuration. But why do we need it? Let me give you an example for that. If you're trying to launch four different Python applications which have four different versions, you cannot do that on the same server because Python does not allow you to have different versions of it in the same server. So what do you do? You use Docker. Docker creates you four different containers which can have four different softwares. That means you can install and launch four different versions of Python on the same server using Docker. And all of these Docker containers will be isolated from each other so that they cannot communicate within them. So now what you can do, you can easily launch four different Python applications on each of the Docker container. So this is why we exactly use Docker for. But what exactly Docker does is it does not virtualize the hardware components. Instead, it virtualizes the operating system. Sounds cool, right? Now let us see the next tool. The next tool which you are going to look into is Apache Maven. Apache Maven is a tool which you can use to automate builds and it is mainly used on Java based code. It can also be used on other languages. Let me tell that later. First, let us see what exactly Maven concentrates on. So the first thing is it describes the way that software is built. And the second thing is it describes the dependencies that software requires. And how does it do that? It uses an XML file to do these things. So it describes the software, the dependencies and the configuration in a single XML file. So Maven can also be used on different languages like Ruby, C Sharp, Scala and also a few more. But the coolest part about Maven is it uses a concept called project object model or POM or POM. So POM is an XML file which describes the entire configuration of a project in a single file. So also there are similar tools like NPM and MSBuild which does the same operations like Maven but NPM does it with JavaScript and MSBuild does it with .NET. So now let us see the next tool. 
The next tool which you are going to see is Jenkins. The sole purpose of Jenkins is to automate and integrate all the stages of a software lifecycle where we build and test the code. We can configure Jenkins as such whenever there is a change made in GitHub, the changes will be taken by Jenkins and the build and test process will be automatically started. So this reduces the human intervention and also anyone's dependency. As this process is instantaneous, the code will be tested and deployed simultaneously. So the star feature of Jenkins is continuous integration. So that is why it is extremely helpful. Now let us see the two reasons why Jenkins is widely used. The first reason is it is open source and the second reason is it was created by a developer to help other developers in the development lifecycle. So now let us see similar tools to Jenkins. There are two different tools which is Bamboo and TeamCity but both are not open source. So Bamboo comes with the Atlassian ecosystem. If you are using the Atlassian ecosystem, Bamboo would be easier to integrate. And then comes TeamCity. TeamCity comes integrated with a lot of DevOps tools like Maven and both of these tools are not open source. You will have to pay for them so that also their support is better. And if you're doing an open source project, Jenkins is the best option because it's free and it has a lot of integrations with it. You can integrate Jenkins with cloud-based systems also. Now let us see the next tool. The next tool is Kubernetes. Kubernetes is a container orchestration tool. So why do we need it? It is used for continuous deployment of softwares which are already built. It is extremely useful for softwares which were built on microservices architecture because it is done by orchestrating multiple containers. And also Kubernetes accepts Docker as a containerization platform. Kubernetes is an open source project which is basically built by Google developers and it was donated to the CNCF, that is the Cloud Native Computing Foundation. Even now, Google, Red Hat and many organizations are active contributors for Kubernetes. The CEO of Hipshio, Joe Beda, has quoted that Kubernetes is an open source project which enables teams of any sizes from a startup to a Fortune 500 company to automate scaling, deploying and managing of applications on a group or cluster of server machines. Now let us see the next tool. The next tool is Artifactory. Artifactory is a JFrog product and it is an artifact repository manager or also called as binary repository manager. So what does it mean? So basically when you store your code in GitHub and compile and run it, it will generate some binary files. You will store those binary files in Artifactory. Artifactory stores those binary files and also combines them with dependencies which will give you a file which is called an artifact. And why it is called as a binary repository manager? As I already told you, when you compile Java, it will provide you jar or var files. So those files has to be stored somewhere and Artifactory is the right place to store them so that you can push those files to a CI-CD tool. And also package managers like NPM, Maven and NuGet can be managed using Artifactory. And artifact repository managers are also considered as very useful tools currently like the version control or CI-CD tools. Moving on. Now we are going to see two different configuration management tools. The first one is Puppet and the second one is Ansible. First let us look into Puppet. To use Puppet, you will have to install the Puppet agent in all of the servers where you have to manage them. So after installing Puppet agent, those servers are called as nodes in regards with Puppet. 
there is this master server which has all the configuration files of all these nodes. So this master server checks for any changes in configuration files at regular intervals of time. And also all of these nodes check the master server for any change in their configuration files and if they find any change, they pull those changes and apply it to the puppet agent. And now let us see Ansible. So Ansible is very simple yet a powerful tool to manage multi-tiered applications also. But unlike Puppet, Ansible is very simple to set up because it does not need any agent or software to be installed on the servers either in master or slave. The next tool is Nagios. Nagios is a monitoring tool and it lets you monitor your servers, infrastructure and network. It is also said to be the best server monitoring tool in the market because of its flexibility. Because it allows you to do both agentless and agent based monitoring. It has a humongous 5000 different add-ons which you can integrate and check metrics to get quality insights. And also the concept related with Nagios is continuous monitoring. So Nagios can be used to detect network issues and also overcome performance issues. Now let us see the next tool. The next tool is SonarCube and it is a quality control tool. SonarCube quality checks your developer's code. What does it mean is it checks for the readability, the bugs and the vulnerabilities in the code which got created. And also it is combined with the process called continuous inspection. So whenever there is a change in your code, SonarCube automatically executes to check the bugs inside your code. And also SonarCube can be implemented or integrated with already existing version control tools like GitHub, Subversion, Mercurial, Azure Repos and many more. And also SonarCube can be used on many languages, currently 25 plus languages like Java, Go, TypeScript, Python and few more. And also SonarCube is widely used because of its easy integration with existing CI/CD tools and also other DevOps tools like Jenkins, Azure DevOps, GitHub and TeamCity. Okay guys, now let us look into the cloud tools for DevOps. So we know AWS and Azure are top cloud service providers, but do you know they also provide quality DevOps tools to create a development lifecycle? Now let us look into that. So first let us see what Azure provides us. Azure has a service called Azure DevOps, which provides us services like Azure repos, Azure boards, Azure pipelines, test plans, and also artifacts. So Azure repos is a version control tool. Azure pipelines is a CI CD tool. Azure test plans is for testing. Azure artifact is an artifact repository manager. And finally, Azure boards and dashboards can be used for monitoring. Now coming to AWS DevOps, it provides us four different tools, which is code commit, code deploy, code pipeline, and also code build. Code commit is again a version control tool. Code build is for building. Code deploying is for deploying like Kubernetes. And finally, code pipeline is used to combine all these three services to create a development lifecycle. And here there is no monitoring tool, but you can use AWS CloudWatch for monitoring. So guys, we've seen all these tools and AWS DevOps and Azure DevOps are also two different DevOps services which you can use to create a development lifecycle. So guys, we've learned what are the top 10 DevOps tools. We have chosen these tools because they are open source and also popular. There are still a lot of DevOps tools which are available for free. You can check them out. I hope this session was helpful and informative for you. If you have any queries, please leave it as a comment below and we'd love to help you out. Thank you.